0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one bestseller, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of the medical merry-go-round? Are you looking for a potential solution to your health problem? Be sure and listen to our podcast, The Code Breaker. Welcome into the Sunday edition of The Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borkey. Glad that you guys are with me. The draft is uh, about to start, so... We'll, know, we'll not have any draft talk on this edition of the podcast. The next one will be a reaction to the draft. I do anticipate Jackson Job going pretty early. Does not spell well for Ole Miss. Hopefully Gunnar Hoagland gets picked at some point uh, in the first round like he always belonged. You know, That's where he belongs. I hope the surgery doesn't deter much. I don't think it will. Uh, hopefully it doesn't, and uh, we'll see. So that'll be on tomorrow night's. Podcast after the draft is over, and all that we'll discuss everything uh, that comes with the MLB draft. But today we're talking recruiting. We'll miss it a huge weekend, huge weekend on the recruiting trail for commitments since Friday. The trenches are getting shored up, and then also, why not a uh, very talented wide receiver as well? So we'll get to all that right here on the podcast. First, I want to remind you the podcast is brought to you. By LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. It is the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. Hopefully, you go by and see Greg and tell him that I sent you. And when you do that, get one of their daily lunch specials Monday through Friday. But also, uh, if you're going to put something on the grill, if you want to cook with meat, it is the best place in Mississippi to do that. So go by and see Greg and tell him I sent you. Also, tell Advantage Business Systems that I sent you. The podcast is also brought to you by ABS. Family owned and operated since 1976, started in Jackson, but they now service the entire state. It's an office technology solution company. Office technology solutions are, you know, copiers and printers from those to IT services, cloud storage, data security, document management software, voiceover phones, mail machines, shipping, that kind of stuff. If you want a complimentary office technology assessment, call ABS. It's a free Complimentary Office Technology Assessment, here's the number to call, 601-362-9192, 601-362-9192, or visit absms.com. So four commitments this weekend for Ole Miss. I'll run through them quickly for you, because uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a, a really, really, really good weekend. And this weekend, what you love about it is, first of all, Ole Miss now has half of the four stars that they had in last year's class that finished number seventeen in the country so they're already halfway there and it's July early July and the class only has one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven guys <laughs> so they're not even halfway done with the class uh one of these players is not yet rated he will be soon. Um, So they're not even halfway through with the class, not even close. And um, they're already halfway to the number of four stars that they had in uh, in last year's class. It's pretty remarkable. But let's look at the individuals. So the the commitment train got started, no pun intended, on Friday with Jacarius Clayton, a defensive end, a four-star defensive end from Tupelo. He is uh, the number seven player in the state, number seventeen strong side defensive end in the country. He had offers from basically everybody in the region and beyond. Uh, you know, Arkansas, Mississippi State, but then also Oregon and Arizona State, and you know, Memphis. You can throw in there as well, West Virginia. So uh, a big time pickup. And what's important about him, aside from the fact that Ole Miss historically has struggled. To build quality depth on defense, that's been something that at least since I've lived in this state, they've struggled with a lot. It's quality depth on defense, especially on the defensive line, and so just from that perspective, uh, this is a really significant pickup. But it's uh, a place where you know almost hasn't had that much success. It's been kind of a mixed bag uh, with with Tupelo, and you got the very similar concept with Germantown. So those are two defensive linemen. The last two defensive linemen that Ole Miss has committed in this class, the last two, um, are guys from our defensive linemen, quality defensive linemen, from places that haven't exactly been like super friendly to Ole Miss. They haven't been bad. Uh, Well, Germantown, not necessarily helpful to Ole Miss, but... Not exactly friendly, and going into Tupelo, going into Germantown, and taking quality players like this is a really, really, really big deal. It's a sign of uh, the prowess. Randall Joyner is just excellent at his job. But it's the sign or a sign of really how good of a recruiting staff these guys have, these guys are, um, going into places like this and getting the players that they want. And we got another example of that as well. Commitment number two this week. And I think this one happened on Saturday. Preston Cushman. Preston Cushman is a guy from Clearwater, Florida. Uh, I believe he plays at Calvary in uh, in Clearwater, Florida. All the way down in the Tampa area. And, you know, you look at his, his recruiting ranking and, you know, he's a 5.53 star because he plays center. And center isn't exactly a position that's ever really been done favors in rankings. For some reason, centers stay lower in rankings than most other positions. They're just not ranked uh, highly compared to others. But this is a kid from Florida that Florida wanted. And uh, that's a really big deal. They need depth on the offensive line. Apparently, they're really high on this kid anyway, but this is going into Florida, the Tampa area, going into Florida and getting a kid that Florida wanted from Dan Mullen's backyard. I mean, Dan Mullen's always struggled to recruit against Ole Miss anyway. I guess nothing has changed in that regard, but uh, going into Florida and getting a six foot five center from the Tampa area, a kid that Florida wanted, is again, Another example of this staff's ability to go in and get players from wherever they see fit. We talked about it in last year's class some, that they weren't beholden to borders. If they feel like there's a player in Mississippi that can produce, that can actually play in the SEC, they will offer and go after them, but they are not going to be beholden to state lines. But the only way you can do that successfully is if you're actually able to pull the players from other places that you want. You know, it's very easy to say, yeah, we're only going to take the players in Mississippi that we want because we're going to go get all these players from Florida and Texas and wherever else. It's easy to say that when you're able to do it. You know, coaches passed it Ole miss. we're, We're not able recently. We're completely unable to get players. From other states. I mean, not not quality players. Previous coaching staffs at Ole Miss could not have gone to Florida and gotten an offensive lineman that Florida wanted. It just wasn't going to happen. So you get your last two commits on the defensive line are guys from Mississippi, quality players from Mississippi. And then you get an offensive lineman from Florida that Florida wanted. And then you get another offensive lineman this weekend. And this is an interesting one. This is a guy that, um, I'm going to butcher his name and I feel terrible for it. It's Timmy T I M I, maybe Timmy or Timmy Gago. Oh gosh, this is embarrassing. Um, G A G O P H I E N Gago Fion. We'll go with that. Uh, he's a six foot seven, 290 pound offensive tackle from Houston, Texas, uh, has not yet received a rating, which is fascinating. Has not yet received a rating. Uh, in in the Rivals database. Now that he's got an offer and a commitment from an SEC school, uh, maybe that will change. But uh, according to Rivals, he's got an offer from Tennessee. He's got other offers from places like Houston and Louisiana Tech, but Tennessee is on there, listed as an official offer. Um, Big kid, really big kid from the Houston area. And so you've got, just this weekend, you've got four star like highly recruited guy We've got a guy from florida that florida wants and then here's a a diamond in the rough if you will uh, an under recruited under scouted guy that the staff clearly wants and will go after and on one hand you know there's ways to spin commitments from guys that maybe aren't rated highly you hear it all the time well patrick willis was a two star yes he was but at a percentage, five stars make it to the NFL more than any other ranking, and four stars a little bit less, but more than three and twos, and so on. So recruiting rankings are a pretty good indicator. But this commitment tells me that the staff isn't beholden to them. And you might think, well, I mean, who would be? Do your own evaluations. But it wasn't that long ago when an Ole Miss coach sat in a meeting and said, I don't care if it takes 10 quarterbacks, I'm signing the number one class. So – Uh, This is somebody that they clearly trust their evaluations on. And uh, so far, offensive line recruiting – oh, and that's something I didn't talk about with with the previous commitment is offensive line recruiting has gone well since Ole Miss moved on from Randy Clements. It's almost as if Blaine Kiffin moving on from Randy Clements was not that big of a deal that maybe – there's something in Jake Thornton that would say that he's ready for the job and capable. And because Lane Kiffin has assired, or Lane Kiffen has assembled a staff that is uh, filled with recruiters, that is filled with high level recruiters, and all of them have performed. <laughs> it's almost as if he might know what he's doing. It's almost as if you shouldn't keep a toxic situation on your campus, in your building, if you know that it will not get better. And since almost has made that change, they get a transfer, a high-level transfer that's a plug-and-play starter from Utah. They get a kid from Florida that um, Florida wanted on the offensive line. And apparently he's built up enough capital with Lane Kiffin to offer uh, and Although apparently Jeff Levy, according to rivals anyway, is the lead recruiter. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's obviously something that they see in evaluations that they trust. And uh, it's almost as if it wasn't that big of a deal. Hmm. It is interesting, though, uh, the, getting a commitment from a player that's really been unscouted. And of course, COVID really has made that really difficult on the evaluators. Uh, I have a feeling that they would admit that their rankings are as off as they have ever been because they couldn't go evaluate guys last year. So that will change once they actually look into them. But two offensive line, one defensive line this weekend. And then uh, this was today. Jeremiah Dillon, he's a six foot two wide receiver from Tyler Town, Mississippi, down there by the Louisiana border. He's a three star, a 5.5 three star, according to Rivals. Uh, Has not been given uh, a state or position ranking yet, Uh, but apparently a lot of people are really high on this kid. Uh, Kentucky, John Summerall, to name you guys remember, uh, made a run at him. Apparently, Virginia also uh, offered him and wanted him. And, uh, you know, I talked to somebody earlier today that would know more about recruiting than me. Apparently the the staff is really high on this kid, and uh, it's one of those don't let his ranking fool you. It's uh, he's a SEC caliber receiver, and if at this point if you're questioning Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy and the offensive staff at Ole Miss and their evaluation of a wide receiver, you're crazy. So they moved way way up in the uh, in the rankings, which, like I've told you before, don't really matter this time of year. Uh, but they have moved up to uh, to forty nine. They were somewhere like in the nineties or something, uh, just you know, a week and a half ago or so. But they have uh, they've really moved up, and we'll see if they can keep this momentum going. <laughs> I mean, they're they're on a tear right now. But it's not surprising. Nobody at all should have been surprised with their ability. Kiffin and his staff's ability to acquire talent to Ole Miss. This is not surprising at all, and they will very, very likely um, surpass last year's class. I mean, it's unless the season's a disaster or something. But um, if they play to expectations this year, they will sign a class that's in the top 15, approaching top 10. That's what they are in position to do right now. They've got to close. Things have to go well this year. But they are in position to do just that. And this weekend is a good indicator of of the momentum. Uh, the reaction to this from uncommitted recruits has been really high. I mean, there, there's some momentum there right now. And they're on pace to beat last year's ranking, without a doubt. They're on pace for that. And uh, we'll see if they can get it done. So. Really good weekend on the recruiting trail for Ole Miss. Tomorrow, you will hear more about uh, the draft. Gunnar Hoagland, Doug Nikazi, potentially a prospect or two that are committed to Ole Miss. We'll see how that shakes out. So, there's your quick recruiting update, and uh, we'll talk draft tomorrow. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Changes are coming. And uh, you guys know about those already, but that is, uh, that's done. That's official. It'll happen here in a couple of weeks. And in the meantime, uh, y'all have a great week and I'll talk to you again soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.